welcome to another episode of Pop Culture News and Reviews. This is a special episode, just a little, tiny little one-shot interview, because we were lucky enough to sit down and speak with Tom Taylor at the latest Supernova here in Perth. Mm, yes. Uh, gave us a bit of his time, and we are so grateful for it. Uh, touched great, on Great interview. Great. Touched on so many things. We got to talk about uh, what he watches. We got to talk about um, his influence on Superman. How he's shaping Jonathan he's, he's, Kent. A, he's a fellow fan of the big man himself like I am. Yep. It's great. Massive. Um, his new series, Neverlanders, which he uh, gives us a little ele- elevated pitch for. i got to admit, man, before he gave us that pitch, I was not sure where it was going. But afterwards, I'm like, man, I'm I'm sold. I'm sold. But Give it now. I want, come on. Guys, uh, sp- speaks about that. Um, his uh, project he's working right now, the Rachel Ghoul One Bad Day comic as well. A little bit of a background on that. Just to sort of prove that, see, Raish, Raz, Raz, however you want to say it, he sort of, I think he's going to be proving that he is Batman's number one big bad. Oh, man. So we're keen for all these things. Look, we sat down with him. He said, Tom Taylor, stay tuned for that right now. And I hope you enjoy it. Tom Taylor, cheers joining you, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, look, we start everything with, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? So obviously been watching Ms. Marvel, which I absolutely love. Yep. I haven't watched the last episode yet, so don't spoil anything. Oh, yeah. But I love the energy. I love the main actor. I love everything they're doing in the background. Like as a as somebody who's, you know, made television, I just, I admire that show so much. I think it's a wonderful breath of fresh air for the MCU. Uh, obviously watching Stranger Things, season four. I'm five episodes in, I haven't finished yet. Yeah. And I just started Severance on Apple, which is incredible so far. Yeah. Fantastic pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Miss um, Marvel has like low low viewerships right now, which I'm surprised at because we're pushing it pretty hard. Yeah. Like I actually, this is one of the things I was watching it when I was thinking at the time. Um, I'm I'm actually Pakistani, yeah. is my background, but I was born and bred in Australia. Yeah. You know, and I've never really identified with anything. And you're watching that, and it's like they're showing you this part of yourself that you've never really acknowledged, and you're yeah. like, oh, this is. Speaking to me on a level I wasn't expecting. Yeah. You know, and just in saying that, we're watching you sign before and seeing someone walk up with a Superman shirt yeah. in the pride colours. Yeah. That's that's you. Like you've you've done that kind of thing. How do you feel about like opening that side of Superman's world or Kal-El, uh Kal-El Sun's side of world to fans and everyone like that? Uh, look, it's it's beautiful and that's the thing. Like there's, I think there's there's sometimes a lot of focus on the negative, but the positive in doing this in, in John coming out that way and being able to say Superman comes out to the world on coming out day last year. Like the amount of people we had contacting us around the world, we're talking people who contacted us for countries where it's illegal for them to come out who just messaged me to let me know that I'd, you know, we'd made their world a little bit better that day. People who came out that day to their parents, young people who came out, people in their forties who read the news and then came out to their family and friends, you know, who'd, who'd lived, at, you know, who'd, hidden that side of themselves for so long but as soon as they saw Superman the most powerful hero on earth come out they felt they could too so I just think it's been a huge positive and obviously you know we've had people all day at this convention who who've had things to say and come up and you know said thank you etc now was that a like was that always where your story was going with that or did it naturally progress and you found it along the way or uh, no it was part of the original pitch like it was so I started they offered me or they asked me if I wanted to write this back in 2019 and I've had like it, historically I've had issues I've had pushback trying to include queer characters before at, at um, big comic companies and I've had queer characters erased or just just been told no 
um, and it's only in sort of the last five years that they've been coming around and now particularly DC they're just the push is there so I actually didn't have to pitch it I was pitching my story and the editor Jamie Rich at the time said Tom there's been a conversation happening at DC and what would you think of this and I was like considering I was about to bring it up with you perfect so it was we we're all on the same page before a page had been written that is awesome that they're already at that point yeah. before you're even in the room, essentially. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Sydney panel, obviously, just uh, pretty popular there. Yeah. Um, Neverlanders. Yes. Kevin, can you give us the elevator pitch on that one? Because sure. it looks looks great. Sure. So that's, uh, that's myself and John Somariva coming out through Penguin Random House uh, in August. It is about the last lost boy coming to our world to find the next lost ones to fight in the Neverland War. So basically coming to a group of unhoused kids and asking them to join him and giving them the powers to do so. That, that's a great pitch right there. I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, now, The Deep, yep. obviously running, running right now, um, about to come up in an animated series again. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, so season four actually started yesterday on ABC here. It's out in... Uh, the UK right now, so it's number one on uh, CBBC now. And um, beats like Danger Mouse, which is huge for me as a you know, of course, somebody yeah. who watched Danger Mouse as a kid. Uh, yeah, so it's it's going great guns. So season four is all done and it's all out there now. So I've got to ask. Obviously, you work you got you've worked with a stable of characters here. Like you've crossed Marvel, across DC. Who are you, who's your grail still? Are you still waiting for anyone, or have you been given? Uh, look, I. My bucket list has certainly shrunk. Um, <laughs> I am a, I am a Superman fan like that. He has always been my hero from the moment I was, you know, I could understand that there was a person flying on screen. Um, and so, you know, writing Clark is huge. Writing John is amazing. Like being able to write the next generation of Superman for the next generation and having him represent what he does is, you know, that's dream come true stuff. Um, obviously, I'd love to write Clark more. Um, there are a few at Marvel and elsewhere that I haven't, you know, quite got my hands on yet. And I'm like, ah, yeah. I'd love to have a little play there. But, you know, I'm DC exclusive for the next few years, which I'm really excited about. Well, so I mean, a lot more happening there. let's get the positive energy out there. DC-wise, yeah. Yeah. anyone out there that you're like, I want that character? Oh, the thing is, they kind of just let me. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the amazing thing. I mean, you know, I'm writing Nightwing, which is a, such a great book. And yeah. obviously, we've just been nominated for Five Eisners, so... Yeah. People are loving Congratulations, it. Congratulations, Mark. Oh, thank amazing. you. Thank you, yeah. And obviously, Bruno Redondo is just such an incredible artist. And he and I have worked together for 11 years, and that's really exciting. But I guess because I write all these alternate universe books, I get to play with whatever character I want. You know, whether that's through Deceased or Injustice or Dark Knights of Steel, which is the new medieval book we have happening there. You know, I get to play in those with those toys. Um, i, I got to ask, though, if, Clark, sorry, if Jonathan does get out there cast as yep. a movie kind of thing. Are you, have you got anyone in your mind while you're writing him? I absolutely don't. I haven't thought about that at all. Like I've heard there's, um, I've heard rumors of, I'm sure everybody's heard these rumors that Michael B. Jordan might be doing a Velzod TV series, yeah. HBO, and as the co-creator of Velzod, of Black Superman from Earth 2, like yeah. that would be incredibly exciting to see. Incredible and I would too. love to see him in, yeah, absolutely fill the role. Like, I don't know whether he's just producing or whether he's seeing it himself or if it's even gonna happen, but, I would love to see that myself and Nicholas Scott, two Australians, created that character. So, yeah, that'd be amazing. Well, look, Ben, I'm going to come back to you like on Twitter at some point and be like, "You've thought about it now." <laughs> yeah. Who's playing Jonathan? Yeah. And then we're going to push it. We're going to get Boss Logic to do it. We'll we'll really make it happen. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Look, look. <laughs> 
Yeah, look, code will jump on it straight away. Yeah. I imagine it probably. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, he's great, man. Boss Logic's amazing. Oh, it's about yeah. how much influence he has now, oh, just to be Amazing. Like. Another, you know, Melbourne boy done good. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, you guys are all yeah. getting out there now, isn't it? It's great to have Australians. Every time we see you guys doing anything well now, we're just like, yeah, keep keep going, guys. Fly the flag, you know? Yeah. Um, no, fantastic. Look, thank you very much. Um, the last thing I want to ask is probably the biggest question. Though. Yes. Um, your influences growing up, obviously. Oh, yeah. What were you reading? What was I reading? Um, so I wrote, I mean, I read a lot of comics and I read a lot of fantasy books. So you're talking, you know, Lord of the Rings, Balgaria, Malorian, um, Dragonlance. Like I, so writing a book like Dark Knights of Steel, which brings my two that medieval, yeah, kind of, medieval yeah. plus superheroes, my two loves together is just a dream come true. But, you know, people like Garth Ennis, particularly writing books like Hitman, you know, set my world on fire. I'm like, this is amazing. Neil Gaiman, um, Gail Simone, you know, even though she, we are mortal enemies on well, Twitter, yeah. uh, and she is actually a bear, not a human person. Um, you know, <laughs> I've always loved her writing. Um, you know, there are so many people. Anyone who, my great, you know, people like Aaron Sorkin writing West Wing, like as, a, as somebody who loves dialogue, hmm. you know, and, and Mamet and watching these, because I was a playwright originally. So getting that kind of, people who write rhythmic dialogue, but people who can make humour and heart and drama all at once, who can make you laugh on one page and make you cry on the next. That's who I love and that's what I aspire to this do. This is one thing we love about your writing, it's that every character is their own character in the dialogue. Yep. You know, you get some writers where, and there's nothing against them, it's fantastic yep. to read, but they're all quippy and they're all coming from the same same mouth, yeah. same brain. I understand what you know? Yeah. But you read your stuff and it's just all... They're separate characters. Yeah, I think, yeah. like, I have a background. Like, I came up through theatre and through musicals and through acting. So I was going to ask that. Is so, that yeah. what it is? Are you getting into these characters individually yeah. and saying... When I write this character, that's the character in my head. So I'm writing... Um, right at the moment, I'm writing uh, Ray Sel Ghul, uh, One Bad Day, which is a prestige format, 64-page. Ivan Rice is illustrating. And, you know, I've, I've basically... I've had El Ghul, like, the demon's head, in my head for the last week... Has your and, wife appreciating that? Yeah, right. Yeah, no. no, it's all when I'm out writing. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, but it is like it's pulling back to, you know, I can't be quippy. You know, that's not a thing. He's not going to tell jokes. You know, it's got to be very serious. And um, the language is almost flowery. Like it's very proper. And so it's very not me and not characters that people would identify with. But you've got to be in that zone to write a character like that. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, look, man, I'll, you're got panels and stuff i really appreciate you following me into this uh corner of supernova <laughs> yes, to do this very blank corner that we found ourselves in yeah it's just a wall and a, another wall yeah a blue chairs. wall though yeah. we're okay blue yeah. wall and a white wall and yeah yeah, yeah some bad lights no cool. they hooked us up absolutely yeah, totally. thank yeah. you so yeah. much supernova and um thank you man cheers, cheers man. so that was it man our chat with tom taylor now, just, just so people know and why you didn't hear me, I wasn't there. No, you were unfortunately not in I was, the state. I, I was out of the state due to unforeseen circumstances. But Tom Taylor, Mate, you killed it. Time. You killed it. He's awesome. He sounds great. Oh, what a legend. He sounds amazing. You know oh, what? I'm shattered and I didn't get to meet him. Haven't said it yet. Didn't say it to him. Have no <laughs> no knowledge of whether he'll approve this or not. But you know what? Friend of the show. Friend, I'm calling it now. Friend, friend of, of the show, show Tom I'm, Taylor. I'm going to say he's a, friend, he's a friend of ours. I wasn't even there. I'm calling it. <laughs> He, he, he sounds like a genuine, a genuine bloke. Absolutely, like, awesome, awesome bloke. Like yeah. you, you showed me the interview, and it's you killed it. He killed it. 
He's absolutely. I'm looking legend. forward to everything that he's doing. Like literally everything that he's doing yeah. is. And he's knocking out the park right now. So right now he's riding on um, Jonathan Kent Superman. He's riding on Nightwing, which is awesome. He's ticking boxes for me perfectly. Like yeah. I love Superman. Yeah. I love Nightwing. Yeah. I mean, like, this is why we actually, because a uh, little bit of background. We didn't know Sevy wasn't going to be here for Superman. We both had our passes. We we're both set to go. And when we saw Tom Taylor was there, we we're like, we need to lock down that interview. Yes. Um, and, and lucky enough, we did. So thank you again to Supernova. Thank you to Tom Taylor for giving us his time. Yeah, awesome. And, and I, I am so shattered I missed it. I'm, I, um, but guys, you I, got to I, hear I, it. I would have loved to have taken in something Injustice-wise and got oh, him to sign Yeah, so worked, like, on, worked on the prequel comic for the Injustice video game series. Guys. I, I, would, have, I would have loved Tom that. Taylor, follow what he's doing. You're already across him if you're here, but... We love him, friend of the show, Tom Taylor. Thanks, man. Thank you.